Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched shipping, fast free, uh, fast free shipping, unmatched selection, fast uh, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Tomorrow you're going to wake up and the NFL is back. Huh? Tomorrow you're going to wake up and the NFL is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In the meantime, we have to deal with stories that oftentimes don't deal with the actual games. And I I heard Dan Beyer, I think, lead with this. If you didn't lead with it, Dan, it's just maybe because it perked up my ears that I wanted to talk about it. And you uh, smartly wove it into your update. There's a GQ magazine article, and it has Caleb Williams and Carl Williams... Uh, talking about this this upcoming year's draft. Now, it's not presumptuous, okay, to think he could be the number one overall pick. Drake May is the other quarterback that people have their eye on, but generally Caleb Williams is thought, unless unless there's a severe amount of regression, 
possibly an injury. Uh, Drake May sets the world on fire. I mean, Caleb Williams probably the guy. And there's a lot of discussion about the Arizona Cardinals, as you just heard also in Dan's update, that Joshua Dobbs, who's been in Phoenix for like a week and a half, is now their starting quarterback. Like they are, they are doing their best to very legally tank and be awful. So there's a, a two different quotes that everybody's reacting to. And let me read them to you, give you my thoughts. Then we'll kind of go around the room here. And I, 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 think, I think my biggest issue with all of this discussion is that um, we, a lot of us buy into an untrue narrative based upon two Hall of Fame players dictating where they were where they would ultimately play or would not play. And we've made that our conclusion, you know, and we do this with lots of things, lots of things. We do it with, we do it with laws, you know, with, um, with the constitution. We do it with religion. We do it with the Bible where we take a very small piece of greater data and use it to be the absolute truth and a great reason to show that history can be your guide. When historically, that's actually not the case. Uh, Let me get back to that in a second. First, you know, I I caught a lot of heat uh, back when Andrew Luck retired because I tweeted out that rehabbing from an ankle injury being too hard was the most millennial thing ever, right? That athletes, non-athletes, people on this planet that are 25 and younger, they look at the world, and and look, when I was that age, I think when everybody's that age, you push against conventional wisdom. And as you kind of evolve and as you grow and as you mature, oftentimes you start to go like, hey, you know, conventional wisdom is because people have lived on this earth. Now, some things have, in fact, changed. There are different ways of doing things. But there's, a, there's something to younger people now where they literally push back against everything in such an immature way that they don't realize how they sound. I'll give you an example. Caleb Williams, quote, it's from the GQ magazine article. I've always been able to choose the team that I've played on. And then everything's been scheduled for me. But now, going into the next part of my career, it's weird because it's so uncertain. You don't know anything. You can't control anything. But you know and how you act. That's honestly the weirdest part is the uncertainty. Carl Williams, his dad, says the funky thing about the NFL draft is he'd almost be better off not being drafted, uh, not being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst organization in the league because their desire is parity gets the first pick. So it's a gift and a curse. Carl Williams threw out the idea of potentially coming back to USC. Caleb gets two shots at the apple. So if there's not a good situation, truth is he could come back to school. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle 
AV, uh, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Um, that is an obvious threat. And it is something you could do. And it's interesting because Caleb Williams plays at USC. And you don't have to study that far back into history where Matt Barkley was the quarterback at USC. Would have been a top 10, maybe a top five pick. Instead, chose to come back to USC, was a second round pick, and now he's been a journeyman in the NFL. Now, that doesn't mean that's what would happen to Caleb Williams. And generally, quarterbacks who have come back for that fourth year have fared quite well. The more snaps you take in college generally leads to more success as a pro. It just does. Justin Herbert most recently came back for an extra year. Now, his draft stock may have gone up, may have gone back. He was a third quarterback taken, but he was ready to play far before anybody thought, and now he's on to a second contract. In terms of risk-reward, he's played a lot of quarterback. He'll have started two full seasons and two or three-quarter seasons, which is a lot of quarterback. Could he use the extra year? Of course. But the risk is injury. The risk is oversaturation. The one difference in this generation now, and even when Matt Barkley did it, is it's not like he's going to be poor. Most people think he makes several million dollars, and that's great. In terms of financially, though, it's literally the dumbest idea ever. Every NFL agent, NFL advisor, person who pays attention to contracts will tell you the smart thing to do is get in, get playing, and get to work on that first contract because the second contract is automatically at, at, at minimum three years away, right? So he's four years away from getting generational wealth if things work out reasonably well, right? But here's the biggest misconception. The biggest misconception is that an organization is one to avoid and another organization is one to go to. And that can determine your success financially and uh, statistically as a quarterback. And I'm sure a lot of this is arrows directed at the Arizona Cardinals because Jonathan Gannon looks completely and utterly over his head. And they've now drafted two starting quarterbacks, one of whom is still under a contract, a big contract. And most people think they want to move off of that. And so why blame Kyler Murray when you can blame the Arizona Cardinals? And I just tweeted out and could bring up Joe Burrow. Now, the Bengals weren't terrible when Andy Dalton was their quarterback, but the Bengals have a terrible reputation, especially leading up to when they drafted Joe Burrow. The Bengals were too cheap. The Bengals' defense, the year before they drafted him, was through 15 weeks, the worst defense statistically in the history of football. They didn't have a very good offensive line, and they were in a division where you can't win. And oh yeah, by the way, nobody believed in their coach. But mostly, the Bengals are too cheap. They have to do everything through the draft. You had people, very smart people, some who work, Colin Cowherd went on his show and said he should pull in Eli Manning and and refused to go to the Cincinnati Bengals and make them trade him. 
fast forward just three years later. Okay. And remember, Joe Burrow suffered a knee injury his first year, but they've been to a Super Bowl and deep in the AFC playoffs. And he's in line for a contract extension, which will pay him hundreds of millions of dollars. And oh yeah, by the way, the roster has been reworked. The offensive line is one of the better ones in the NFL. The skill positions around him are outstanding. And the defense is good enough so that they've been able to go deep in the playoffs, even though they're in arguably the best division in football. The, the LA Chargers, previously the San Diego Chargers, were, how many times have you heard, don't go to the Chargers, you don't want to go there, they're cheap, they're poorly run. Oh yeah, by the way, there's a second team in LA. Justin Herbert has gone there. They're no longer cheap because they have much deeper pockets being in LA. They've re-signed Joey Bosa. They've re-signed, I mean, obviously Mike Williams. Um, You know, they've, you, you go through all of the star players on their roster, including Justin Herbert. And now they're a team that has been to the playoffs and the only one catching the heat is their head coach. They're doing everything in their power to make Justin Herbert's life easier and make it successful. The Buffalo Bills, I know they went to the playoffs shortly before they drafted Josh Allen, but they had gone 13 years without making the playoffs. They were the punchline to all the jokes. They were in quarterback purgatory. They draft Josh Allen, and now they're a competitive team and a Super Bowl favorite in some people's book. The Jacksonville Jaguars. We're the laughing stock of the league. You got to move out of Jacksonville. You can't win there. You can't compete there. And even in Trevor Lawrence's first year, they won one game and hired a college coach that was an abject disaster. They figured it out. They made the playoffs. They won a game last year. And they're the favorite to win their division this year. Don't get mad at me for saying that Carl Williams is completely out of touch. Don't get mad at me for saying that Caleb Williams is in his own feelings. Just get mad at the data that tells you They don't know what they're talking about. And people who iterate and reiterate this nonsense are are completely out of their minds and don't realize that if you get the right quarterback and you figure it out, you're going to be fine. Even if you want to pick out Kyler Murray. Did they do everything in their power to make Kyler Murray work? Yes. They hired a head coach who had known him since he was in high school. They played an offense that he had played since high school. They traded for uh, and gave a new contract to one of the elite wide receivers in the league. And oh yeah, by the way, whatever you think of Kyler Murray and his desire to play video games instead of study film, in his first three years in the league, they got better every year and ended up in the playoffs. The only reason they fell apart last year was DeAndre Hopkins was suspended first six six games and then Kyler Murray tore his ACL. They went all in. And they still gave Kyler Murray a new contract before that season. You can tell me it hasn't worked out where Kyler Murray is the best quarterback on earth. He's not an all pro and he may be sent shopping. He'll get all of his money. He'll get another opportunity and... Making the playoffs in your third year after being the number one overall pick seems to be a win for Arizona. And oh yeah, by the way, everyone talking about organizations and front offices and who wins and who loses. If you're the worst team in football, generally, this is generally the case, 
You get rid of the general manager. You get rid of the head coach. And you can question owners all you want. Okay? And owners do make b- bizarre decisions. As we've seen from the Cleveland Browns, right? They drafted Johnny Menzel when everything and everyone told them not to. Hey, owners own. They'll screw it up. But eventually, they figure it out. You get the right quarterback as they think they got it with Deshaun Watson and you'll be fine. There is, Eli Manning was 20 years ago. John Elway was 35 years ago. Okay? Those are two instances of guys forcing their way to other places. And by the way, when Joe Burrow came out, I said, hey, if Burrow doesn't want to play for the Bengals, that's fine. Eli didn't want to play for the Chargers. Just so you, just so you know, the Chargers won that trade. Yes, Eli won two Super Bowls. Okay? The Chargers won that trade. Go back and look. It ain't close. It ain't close. I'm not even saying that the Cardinals wouldn't trade or shouldn't trade the pick. I'm saying there is zero recent last 20 years after Eli Manning legitimacy to the argument. As opposed to Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, and even Kyler Murray, who resuscitated dead NFL teams and took them all to the playoffs in their first NFL contract. And all will have or have gotten gigantic new second contracts. I hate to be that guy because this has nothing to do with political affiliation at all. But there's a feelings element to it from Caleb Williams and even his dad. And the facts tell you something completely different. You don't want to be the first overall pick. It's counterintuitive. I don't know how to tell you this, Carl, but every professional sports league has a draft. They all reward the worst team with the strongest likelihood of getting the number one overall pick. And to Caleb, I've always gotten to pick my teams. I've always gotten to pick your schools. Well, I mean, that's part of the problem is we allow people to pick what high school they go to, what AAU team, what whatever, and this is the real world. Right? Before you were getting paid, you didn't have to pay taxes. You probably never did any laundry before. You didn't have to worry about a lot of real life stuff. Now you do. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Dan Beyer with the report that we're all reading. Schefter had it, right? Five years, 170, including $122.5 million in guarantees. Makes him the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Okay, so if you go five years of guarantees, 122.5. Granted, he gets a good chunk of that up front. Okay, a good chunk of that up front. Um, and... I would say, you know, the guarantees, right? You're talking about, what is that? Five years. It's not 30 years. It's like, what, 25 a year? A little less than 25 a year in guarantees? Yeah, I mean, it's not, again, not quarterback money, but gigantic, gigantic money and creeping close to. And what this says is what we've been telling you about the running back market. Okay, they're not suppressing the overall market. It's just, this is a league about, Guys throwing the football, catching the football, pressuring the guy who's throwing the football, or covering the guy who's trying to catch the football. That, that's what the league's about. 
And Nick Bosa would have been, you know, was, was tracking to be the Super Bowl MVP if Jimmy Garoppolo could complete some basic passes when they went to the Super Bowl. And they nearly went to the Super Bowl last year without a legitimate quarterback. And he's a gigantic reason why. He's that good. Let's get to the midway. Back in the middle with you. Back in the middle with you. Okay, the midway. Computer's not firing. Uh, Jay Stu, what's our midway this week? This is what I was thinking about. Um, Mm -hmm. Every year around this time, um, it's prediction week for our our business. You know, uh, NFL analysts, commentators, broadcasters, talk show hosts, they feel the need to go on record and predict things. So I'm not sure why they do it. I think it's it speaks a lot to kind of the ego and arrogance of it, where like we really care what they think. Um, it annoys me because predictions are more um, tenuous than ever before. It's the league is as unpredictable as it ever has been. Examples, recent examples. Almost nobody had the Broncos finishing out of the playoffs last year. Almost nobody had the Giants making it to the playoffs last year. And almost nobody had Jalen Hurts coming second in MVP votes and leading his team to a Super Bowl. Quite the opposite, actually. They're they're very measured predictions for Jalen Hurts. Um, That should have been a cautionary tale that... Going on your radio slash TV slash podcast show and predicting what's going to happen is just white noise, borderline laziness, Um, and I don't know who it serves other than the ego of the person making the predictions. So I just kind of want to talk about this. um, Does anyone reach the level of vitriol that I have for this? Dan Beyer, you know... A very uh, kind of, I guess, um, balanced I, balanced approach towards things. Am, am I completely off here? I think it's fun making predictions. And the fun part about it is maybe trying to stick your neck out. For those that don't know, and that's basically everybody that's listening except Doug, Jason, and John here, know in our studios at Fox Sports Radio, I've put up a grid for over a decade for a season preview of predictions. And it's fun to look back and have fun with and say, oh, he got that right or he was way off. My problem just with it is if it gets too serious. So, Jason, I would I would piggyback on yours if someone is just, you know, constantly pounding the table and very serious about their predictions. I think the prediction game can be a lot of fun if you allow it to be fun. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think, Jason, I, I have the leverage of vitriol with the, like, I saw, I'm not going to name the network, uh, but one of them, after one week of college football, they were predicting, you know, who's going who's gonna to play for the national championship. And I was like, part of me was like, well, at least we saw some of these teams play, but... We have no sense of who they were playing against. It's very early on, what they were showing or whatever. I was even bothered by that. I hate the, you know, what I hate more than the Super Bowl predictions is I hate the score predictions people make. 
Like, I think that one's the craziest of crazy, you know? The midway. <laughs> but, right, it's like, uh, uh, 72 to 10, I got Ohio State beating Indiana this week, right? I, um, go ahead. I want to piggyback on that because when I was younger, I didn't understand the spreads in betting. So when I would see Jimmy the Greek or Chris Berman make their predictions on games, I didn't understand what they were trying to tell me. Yes. You know, and so then when Chris Berman would pick like, you know, the the Bills to you know to beat the Browns one hundred to two, I'd be like, man, that's just absurd. Like, there's no way they're gonna score a hundred. Like, I would, I didn't understand the reason why he was doing that when I was a young kid. So, the just to when you mentioned like making like score predictions, some people do try to predict the exact score of the game and how it's gonna play out. I like it thirty four twenty four. You know that sort of thing. I'm not into that. If you're just trying to tell me what side you're betting, I'm more I'm more apt to it. I'm more uh, I'm more in tune to it than I was when I was eight years old. Uh, me too. Me too. Um, but as far as the predictions, I I think the the biggest thing is that people just go above and beyond, and they try to make grandiose predictions instead of what's reasonable to happen. And the other part is they really don't want to be wrong. They really don't want to be wrong and be pointed out to be wrong. And even how we point out people are wrong, we will fail to mention logical reasons why they were wrong, right? Like, if you predicted that the Niners would go to the Super Bowl or they would, you know, or they would beat the the Eagles last year in the NFC Championship game and you end up being wrong, like, did you really know that they were not going to have a quarterback that could actually throw a forward pass? Like, who could have possibly seen that coming? So it's really hard. Um, I, I'm bothered by the outlandish, over-the-top, clearly hot takey predictions. I'm not bothered by reasonable predictions based upon some sort of logic outside of, you know, a Ouija board. You just opened, like, the second layer of this that I didn't even consider. And I'm glad you brought this up. When people make these predictions, you know, with conviction and talk down to to you and say this is going to happen, and that's what I'm annoyed by. You know, Dan brings up this game that he has in the studio here. That is fun. Fantasy's fun. Stuff like that's fun. It's just the the way people put it on these debate shows and talk shows that annoys me. And then, Doug, they're pigeonholed to that opinion. So you spend the next ten weeks or whatever when your prediction is not going right coming up with excuses why it's going wrong and that's another layer like it's, it's almost like you're almost like pigeonholed to to try to defend something or come up with reasons example if you thought russell wilson was going to be the mvp last year many people did then you spend the next 10 weeks talking about how bad nathaniel hackett is and you might be even more harsh on that because you think that your opinion is on the line that you need to defend your your take so it must be everything else in the world that's wrong other than russell wilson has just lost it you know ramos what do you think like i was upset last year when i said that jeff saturday wouldn't win a game for the rest of the season and I was off by one and that made me upset because I really thought he'd lose every game and he didn't he won one but uh, I don't mind predictions um, I think it's fun uh, I'm with you though I don't need to pick I mean I think it's it's just what we do in radio we do in any type of sports is you have to have some sort of thing to to at the end of the season put your name on because if you don't 
The worst two would be the people that don't do anything, and then at the end of the season, be like, I, I had the Chiefs. But there's nothing to show you that they did. It was just like, I, I, I knew the Chiefs would win. Like, well, did you? Or I have no idea that you did. So I do think putting something down, whether it be on audio or on writing, does have a little bit of credence to at least a thought pattern you had. Last night, we were recording our podcast for I Want Your Flex, me, myself, uh, and I, and uh, Mike Harmon and Ryan Bursing over there as well. Um, no, just kidding. But those Mike and I were talking, and Ryan were talking about predictions. Guys, I really like the Giants this year. I am high on the New York Giants. I like them to win the NFC East. And so we're kind of doing our season predictions, and I'm thinking that's going to be my Louisville slugger. Like when these guys are picking the Chiefs and Eagles and, you know, all these also rans, when I come in and I drop a Giants in the Super Bowl, they are going to be like, what the heck are you talking about? So we start out with uh, Mike first, and Mike is high on the Jaguars this year. Has them in the Super Bowl. So I'm thinking that's his Louisville slugger. And then he goes, yeah, and I like what Dayball's doing in New York. I like the Giants. <laughs> Completely took no. mine out. So then as we go around, I'm like, well, I can't be the same as him. So I'm like, I picked the Bengals 49ers Super Bowl for the third time in history it would be. But that, so like, it's my prediction, but my prediction also changed because I didn't want to be, so I'm not taking mine seriously yeah, yeah. you know no, like, that, that, that so. honestly dan that's a great one like i can't tell you how many times i've done that right where it's like you know you, you sit at a set and you everybody picks a game you're like i'm not gonna pick what everybody else yeah like, final fours dumb. right you know i'm yeah, sure like I'll, you guys are filling it out let's and... all pick one seed it's like come on man like that's like let's try and be a little creative here any, anybody can pick one seeds. You know, Seth Davis has Colgate in the Final Four, and then you're like, wait, I was going to pick Colgate in the Final Four. And you're like, my graphic comes up right after his. Yeah. So I can't I can't pick that. Yep. The Midway. Yep. So did we convince you that, 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 that it's not all bad? I just think that um, from a programming standpoint, if, you, if you're just kind of listening or, wa- or watching something like from the – from the, the point of a producer, it just it just looks lazy to me. There are better times to there are better ways of spending ten minutes uh, of your platform than to tell me what's going to happen, and not only to tell me what's going to happen, but to ta- talk down to me. And if you disagree with me, then there's something wrong with you. I just think there are better ways to spend time than to do that. So I don't know if you've convinced me against it. I think we we might be. How about, how about this? Two things could be true, guys. That's the that's the new uh, the new way of, of of stopping any kind of disagreement. Um, it used to be yeah, but still, and then you salvage the tie. Now it's two things could be true, so all of us are right. Make sense? Yep. And that's game. And that's uh, that's the midway. The midway. So Ramos, what happens there? Like the computer, just the one time you choose to press the midway button, the computer just like not doing well, it. Well, here's what really happened. Okay. Because we want we like to pull back that fifth wall, uh, or the third wall, whatever wall. It's the, the ceiling. We pull back we the pull curtain. Back. The ceiling. Can we pull back the curtain? The floor is the sixth wall. Now, now, John, you know what pull back the curtain is a reference to, right? Is it? I think it has to do with Wizard of Oz, right? Yes. Yes. So the the wizard was behind the curtain, yeah. and he was yes. very. We yes. can't so we can't let that go. That that mixed metaphor was amazing. Uh, pulling back the fifth wall. That 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 is amazing. Thank you, John. But listen, listen, John, John. John screwed up the metaphor, but I do. There is a. I have a, f- a friend in radio. 
who butchers metaphors on a daily basis. And it's one of those like, and again, this is somebody I like. I'm not going to mention who he, she is, okay. what network he, she, they, them are on, but like it's anybody can screw up a metaphor, right? We, we do sure. it all the time. But I mean, like on a daily basis, like, dude, that drop kicked out. Anyway, pull back the curtain for us. Okay. So each wall that I have for this show is separated. Like there's one for the midway, there's one. And when I turned to look, it wasn't on the midway wall. That's all. So by the time I scrolled to it, we're not going to sit here and wait for me for 30 seconds to scroll to the wall. So it's just better just to move on. And you did the right thing by just moving on, and then we, we got into it. So that's what it was. Maybe it was on the fifth wall that you're going to pull Yes, back. I have yeah. six walls, and it was on the fifth wall. That's correct. So, But anyway, that's the, the truth, right? The truth is always, what do they say? The truth sets you free. Is that a, is that a good one? The truth shall set you free. Shall set you free. Okay, there yeah, you go. The truth shall yeah. set you free. I could have lied and said, yes, the uh, computer stopped, but it really was just I was on the wrong wall. That's all. That, on the wrong page. The wrong page, yeah. Yes. Now, that 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 happens. I mean, that, that happens to me. I mean, look, I screw up the reads all the time <laughs> when I haven't refreshed my, my, my own page. So, you know, and there are times in which I'm completely and totally at the mercy of 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 Jason and then Jason hasn't you know written the tease or as happened earlier when there was a I'll, I'll sell you out a little bit here Jason I was reading something of a you know I was I was sending it to sound and it had the wrong name up yep. I won't say yep and so like you mentally almost went, uh, Ron Burgundy didn't you, you I almost... did I did and it's honestly it's one of those things where um, I, I, I again. Let's go behind the curtain for a second. The midway. Okay, uh, Reese Davis. I've seen him tap dance for like a minute and a half, two minutes on live national TV during a big show, and I'm just like jaw dropped in awe. And then you go to break, and you're like, "Wait, what? What just happened there?" Like, well, you know, because ESPN, those guys, the host generally they don't have much of a prompter, if any. CBS, everything is written out. Everything's on prompter. It's very, very different. But for hosts, you know, sometimes things go bad in the control room and the really good ones, they can just tap dance and figure out a way and they just know they'll just give me time cues and I can get us to break or I can, I can keep this conversation going. Anyway, it's like the, the, the greatest moments of pride in my day are not over the interesting things that I can come up with. It's more over the, hey, I just... I just, I almost pulled a Ron Burgundy, but didn't. And no one will know that I had to mentally tap dance in my head and it worked out perfectly. That's a, it's a skill set and a talent that uh, most viewers, listeners don't understand. It, the yeah. ability to improvise when there was something scripted and you didn't see coming or it's not there. I think what we're trying to say is that like doing live audio every yeah. day is not just a walk in the cake. I'll give Dan Beyer credit that people don't understand. Dan Beyer's doing other things. This is not like when he's talking during the the non-update parts of the show, he actually has another job. Like he has to do other updates. So oftentimes I'll ask a question to Dan because I don't know like I don't know what he's doing. Like he's just at times talking into a microphone. I don't know if he's busy. So I'll talk to Dan. So he has to find a way to pretend like he's been listening to the entire conversation intently and then adding something to it. Like that's really hard. Really hard. I appreciate that, Doug. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, just one place. Bundle and save, progressive.com. 
com. Daniel Jeremiah joins us. Of course, he's co-host of the Move the Six podcast, an NFL analyst, and we're all reacting to news of uh, contract holdouts, contracts being signed. Nick Bosa, five years, 122 guaranteed, could be at worth up to $170 million. Uh, what's your reaction to, we don't have the details of it, but what's your reaction to those numbers? It wasn't a surprise to me, you know, that he would end up being the highest-paid defensive player coming off the year that he had, Doug. And for a team that's, you know, is, is all in, pot committed right now to win right now at this time, um, I, I think he had all the leverage in the world in this negotiation. And I think the other side of this thing that's fascinating to me is, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Nick Bosa and Burrow have the same agent. So now that this piece of business is done, I wonder if that uh, gives us a shot of maybe Burrow gets done here in the next couple of days. Uh, it's it's interesting. I, I would also point out that one of the things working in Bosa's favor is the fact that they don't have any real money invested in the quarterback position. Yeah, no, 100%. Whether they pay him $2 million, bucks, something like that, I mean, it's next to nothing. Yeah, and paying Donald a, a similarly low amount, right? Yeah, no, I mean, so it's they're 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 allocating very few few dollars to the quarterback position, which frees them up here. Now they've look, they've paid a lot of other guys. Now, I mean, they have a lot of high priced players from Trent Williams. Think about Christian McCaffrey, where he is in the running back market. Um, and Fred Warner on down the line. They've paid a lot of guys uh, at the top of the market, but you can do that when you're uh, when you're getting the pass on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what does this do to Chris Jones? Different position sort of right different style whatever and different age older mm-hmm. um but he wants a raise they're supposedly it looks like 10 million off in total guarantees right that's what's being reported that he wants was it three for 85 and they're at like three for 74 or 75 what's your sense of where that ends up well i don't think that you know even though he's you know, one of the two or three best defensive players in football, and he's easily the Chiefs' best defensive player. I think there's the Mahomes factor, not just that Mahomes is making money, but the confidence level of the combination with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes that we don't have, you know, we don't have the proverbial gun to our head to have to get this done before the season starts. If if he needs to take three or four weeks and, and continue to eat this money and then that spurs some action, I, I think the Chiefs are equipped to miss Chris Jones as great as he is. Um, hey Pat, go score six more points, you know, for the next couple of weeks, and then we'll get him back. I mean, it's it's a different situation with him than it was with Bosa and the Niners. You know, it's it's interesting in regards to Pat Mahomes. I mean, man, I I don't know if they're going to have Kelsey. They may not have Chandler Jones. Even with them, that roster isn't great. I mean, it just it just isn't. I mean, this is a year where he takes up eighteen percent of the cap. That's a real thing. Um, I, I get that Mahomes has been incredible since he's been a starting quarterback, and Andy Reid is right there in any conversation of the greatest uh, uh, coaches that we've had. You can just put him in the playoffs, and now with Mahomes, put him deep in the playoffs. But do they have enough actual talent on that team, considering how loaded the AFC is? Well, I, I think they they do because the you know you've got the best play caller and the best quarterback so you start there so that's a huge advantage already for him the offensive line's good with two elite players um and and humphrey as well as the guard so they've got two big time players there and then you look you know while you say okay 
Pacheco's a solid running back. I don't think he's a he's a superstar by any stretch. That skill position group that he had last year, provided Kelsey gets back in the mix, that was the that was the ground floor. Like that was the teardown last year. They won the Super Bowl in the teardown year. So all those young DBs they played are going to be better this year. Bolton's got a chance to be a star at linebacker. He just keeps getting better and better. So they have some young emerging players on that side of the ball. And again, this was the stripped down offense last year. Somehow you got to find a way to make it work, and, and they won the whole thing. So um, yeah, I think they have enough. Hmm. Uh, Dana Jeremiah moved the sixth podcast. Joining us here, Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Caleb Williams and his dad, Caleb Williams said, you know, this is the first time ever I won't get to pick my team. His dad's like, you know, if we don't like the team, we could stay in school. Um, The the two things jump out of me. Obviously, it's like nobody paid attention to. And I know that quarterbacks have come back for their fourth year. Peyton came back for his last year, right? We saw Herbert come back for an additional year. They've been successful because of it. But there is the the Matt Barkley deal. Um, and this idea that going to a downtrodden franchise is going to ruin you. People said the same thing about Burrow. People have said things about the Chargers, the Bills, the Jaguars. Those are all playoff teams. What, what's your reaction to Caleb Williams' dad saying, you know, we might come back for one more year? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't throw the Barkley thing out there just because I was scouting at that time. And. Matt was never viewed in the scouting community like he was viewed in the, you know, in the media where they had mock drafts of him being a first round pick. He was never really viewed in that light in the talent wise. And you, and you know, this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know that's they're on different planets um, in terms of, of their ability level. And he has the first time that he'll be in a position. We'll have a quarterback in the position to have this leverage of, Hey, you know, the allure has been come, come into the NFL for two reasons. Number one, you'll finally get paid. And number two, you start the clock faster to get to your second contract. The second contract's where you make all you know the massive amounts of money. And he could say, "Well, gosh, I can't turn on the TV without seeing him in nine different commercials." So I know he's making a grip of money uh, off the field right now. Which, if he were to have a successful year, that you know, say they get to the college playoffs, say you know he goes back to back Heisman's, he would command a ridiculous amount of money at SC. And you could you could make the case to me, it's not. You know, okay, maybe this is not the Cardinals. Let's assume they have the first pick, and he's got Cliff Kingsbury in his in his position room every day, telling him potentially could be saying, "Hey, you don't want to go there." That to me is not really the issue as much as, "Hey, what's best for my development for the next year? Is it best for me if I don't believe in who they have right now there in Arizona, um, or is it best for me to come back with Lincoln Riley with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury?" two guys who I feel like can make me that much better one, you know, one year into this process, give me a better shot to have success at the next level. All those names you mentioned, you know, with, with, with Herbert and Burrow and, uh, you know, all the way down the line, even to like the, the Dax and the Kirk Cousins, those guys all played a lot of football in, in college. And that tends to be a, a pretty good sign of things to come. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's let's talk some Chargers. You are the the radio uh, analyst for the Chargers radio network. I mean, like, if I mean, if if they're healthy, isn't that a Super Bowl roster? Am I am I crazy? I I don't know that I would trade the roster for any other roster in the league, and I and I know I'll get blowback. You're a homer. You call their games. My wife will tell you, Doug, that I always I always rest between pessimistic and realistic. You know, when it comes to the teams I've worked for in any capacity, and I'm looking at this team, going, man, I am 
I've never, you know, I've never been more bullish on a team that I've been associated with. They, the, the offensive line, again, we I could say this about everything, provided they stay healthy. It's one of the best in the NFL. I love Kellen Moore and his addition. Him and Herbert are going to, that's a perfect pairing. Um, they've got playmakers all three levels of that defense. Um, they've got more depth on the defensive front and the front seven than they've ever had, you know, in the six years I've been calling their games. Uh, you know, it's just, it's all there. It's all there for them to have a, a pretty spectacular year. And I know everybody says this with the Chargers. Oh, just wait. The rug will get pulled out from under you. And I'm just saying where we stand right now looking at this roster, I don't know that I would trade it for any other roster. I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm with you. But, of course, fingers crossed because it is, it is, in fact, it is in fact the, the Chargers. Um, I, I ask you this all the time throughout the offseason, but now we have more and more kind of substance to it. Give me an NFC team that we're not talking about that we should be. Well, every, you know, the Falcons have kind of been that team that everybody's been, you know, talking about. I feel like it's kind of that sleeper team. Keep an eye Do on Do we that. really think you know. Desmond Ritter is that level of quarterback? I, I mean, that's to me, you're banking on creativity and athleticism at all the skill positions and Arthur, you know, Arthur Smith just calling an incredible game. I, I don't have that confident yet, confidence yet in Ritter. Now, that's why to me, if you're looking at teams in the, in the NFC, the ironic one, it's kind of funny, to be honest, is the Packers. Like, you know, they're the forgotten. I think they got a stack. I think they got a stacked roster. They have a good roster. They have a really good roster. They're good on the line of scrimmage. And I don't think that they're going to be, you know, I don't think they're going to be totally dependent on the quarterback. I think the quarterback's got a chance to be good. We don't know. I liked him coming out. I knew he had a lot of ability. He's had a chance to sit and learn. I don't think he has to be Aaron Rodgers' MVP-level quarterback for them to win that division. I don't think so either. All right, man. Well, big one this weekend with the, uh, with the Dolphins coming to town. Last time, last time I was I was there. That last last time they played against each other, and I thought the the defensive game plan and execution outside of two Tyreek Hill plays, it was complete domination. But I'm interested to see what the Dolphins do to adjust. Really am. Yeah, well, they're going to have to live underneath because they put a lid over the top of it. You know, the Chargers did in that game last year, and just try to keep the ball in front of them and force them to be methodical and, and move it that way. So. That's going to be that's going to be the whole the whole plan is whether or not the Chargers can get home with their pass rush, um, forcing them to to try and take it one bite at a time and not giving up any explosive plays. That was the formula that worked really well for them in that last meeting. I'm sure we'll see the same uh, attempt in this one. All right, great stuff as always, DJ. We'll listen to you on the call on our sister station. Of course, can't wait for the next Move the Sticks podcast where you guys, you and and Bucky, recap every game from the weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. See you, man. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G, 
Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.